Welcome to the Legends of Lanamora podcast, or more accurately, part two of the Mystery of the Torrin Terror one shot. This is a very special episode releasing on a Thursday. It's not our normal day, so we wanted you to have this as a treat because you've all been doing so so great. We hope that you enjoy. Just a, a recap: this is this takes place concurrently with the events of season one. And this is when we were recording as the Village Idiots. Another fact about this recording is that I mentioned a few times, I think in part one and in part two here, that we're going to release this as a PDF. Um, And this was recorded in the before times. And then the pandemic hit all of us and I never wrote the PDF. But I am still planning on writing it um, so that you, our lovely listeners, and anyone else who wants to can also play along with the events of the mystery of the Torn Terror. So keep an eye out for that at some point in the future. Anywho, you don't want to listen to me talk, so let's get back to me talking. Uh, enjoy the rest of the mystery of the Torn Terror, part two. Everyone roll for initiative. Oh no. That was almost my phone. It wasn't. Almost. I have 18. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Crit myself. Oh, boy. Jim, I got a 7. I got a 9. Okay, so all of this lightning stuff happens. Uh, There's a storm cloud uh, that obscures this creature from view. Uh, It gets struck with all this lightning. And you hear a bellowing roar. You hear uh, as it's obscured and it comes down, electricity crackling all around it, all in its fur. It has, um, well, I can show you a picture of what one of these things would look like without fur. And I think I'm gonna do that. I think Justin's gonna be excited about this. Is it like a bear? That's uh, shaped that horrific picture. What? From the internet? No. I'm sure that's awful. Yeah, it's like a shaved vision. Ooh. Oh. What? That's what it looks like without fur. Oh. You have to hold it up to the thing. Yeah. Nice. Without fur, but it's furry right now. Nightmare fuel. Is it still boy, furry boy, boy, if it got hit by lightning? It is still furry. It said it ignited. Did it light on fire at all? No, it has um, electricity crackling all around its fur. So for the audio listeners, this thing uh, stands like a gorilla. Uh, It has two tusks that jut out from its jaw. It has small beady eyes. It's got a face that looks like a cross between a frog and a crocodile. And it has jagged teeth that are exposed to the elements, even when its mouth is closed. It is a very muscular build, very strong forelimbs and hands, and very small, almost uh, vestigial legs. Mm -hmm. The four limbs have massive claws uh, that it must use to... uh, it must have used to uh, gouge the ice and keep itself anchored to the underside of this rock. It is nasty looking. <laughs> Got it. Uh, and it's, it's covered. Nasty. It's covered in a mottled uh, brown and white fur, which makes it look uh, 
uh, about twice the size that it is. It looks fairly insulated. The underside has less fur than the the backside, I guess. Overside? The overside. And uh, yeah, this thing is crashing through the, the thundercloud and it curls up into a ball and it crashes into the snow and ice where you all are standing. Please make me a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> so, since I'm a rogue, I do the thing where if I succeed, or if I fail, I take half damage. And if I succeed, I take no damage, you feel. Correct. 13. 26. 10. Okay. okay. Uh, oh so, <laughs> so, Nora succeeds. Uh, you got a 10 and you got a 13. 13. Uh, you two are, um, Devalin and Levi are knocked down by the force of this creature hitting the ice. You lose your footing. So you are, you're not prone, so to speak, but you're going to have to use some of your movement to get back up. Terrible for Gemma? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, 19 plus whatever. What is it? Dexterity, you said? Mm-hmm. 23. Okay. Uh, Gemma also is able to keep her footing. Okay. Um, no one knows where Nora is, though, because she's invisible. So, uh, that's going to bring us to the top of the order. It's going to be Nora's turn first. Cool. This thing just crashed into the ice. Uh, you see it. It's very close to where Levi and Devalin are. They were kind of right below where the creature was and shot it with their lightning. Uh Okay. um, So I'm going to attack with my short sword. Mm -hmm. And anything I'm holding or wearing is also invisible, so still invisible. Um, Use my short sword, and so I attack, and then I add my sneak attack bonus to it. If you make a hit, yeah. Okay, got it. I'll start with that. 16. That is not going to hit. Ah, sucks. This thing uh, has struck the ground uh, in such a way that its woolly backside is uh, protecting it, mm-hmm. we'll say, and your your short sword can't get through the fur. Okay. Does that negate your hood of invisibility at all? Does that take you out of invisibility like World of Warcraft? No. Okay. It does not. I keep at least as far as I know, but I will look at it again. Okay, cool. Uh, would you like to do anything else? So you moved up to it and tried to t- strike it. Yeah, I did. I didn't do it. So I'm going to use um, hide as a bonus action. I guess I'm already hiding, but I back up. Okay, excellent. Good, 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 good. So that will take us to Gemma's turn. Nicole, you doing all right over there? No? Do you need anything? Okay. Okay. Do you want Emily to play for you? Okay. Carry, uh, want to carry invisible as long as the hood is pulled up. Okay. Um, hey, what up? I'm a bard now. Um. You got to do the Long Island accent. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't. Um, I'm going to use Thunderwave because I know what that one does. Yeah, I'm going to do Thunderwave. And that is a 19. Okay. Uh, that is not going to hit. Is this a Thunderwave? Is that a half 
as much damage on a fail? That's a good question. Let me bring up my spell book. Oh, I need to make constitution save there. What am I talking about? Yeah, it's not even an attack. What is uh, Gemma's spell save DC? 17. All right, uh, it succeeds, so it takes half damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, should be away. So it's 2d8. Uh, Would you like me to roll it, or are you going to roll it? No, I can roll it. It's 2d8, yeah. 38 and 1. <laughs> so it's 9. Just both ends of that spectrum. Okay, so half of that is 4. Cool. 4 damage. Eep. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, uh, Gemma takes a strum on her lute and lets out a thunderous sound like an amp getting feedback. And the creature seems unfazed, just sitting in its lump. So, that will bring us uh, around to Levi's turn. Oh, boy. All right. So, question. Are we all basically within 30 feet of each other? Or? Yes. Okay. So that's all four of us and the creature. Yes. So, let's see, I would like to use uh, my eighth level spell, Holy Aura. Divine light washes out from you and coalesces in a soft radius around uh, 30 feet. Creature of your choice within that radius, when you cast a spell, sheds a dim light. And basically, all of us have. Advantage on all saving throws and other creatures have disadvantage on attack rolls until the spell ends. How long is the spell? Up to one minute. Okay. Ten rounds. <laughs> God, that's so long. Okay, so the creature has disadvantage on attack rolls and we have advantage on saving throws. Cool. All right. <laughs> so I'm taking it this is not a fiend or an undead. Uh, no. Okay. You can sense it is neither of those. Okay. So that is my action. You said getting up can be like I could have taken advantage on it because it hadn't done anything yet. I didn't have to miss my turn. That sucks. Rogues are hard. (sighs) Keep going. So Ah. you said said I could use some of my movement to get up? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so I would like to use my movement to get up then. Okay. You are close to the thing, too. Okay, and I would like to use my bonus action, my seventh level spell, to uh, divine word. Butter divine word imbued with the power uh, that shaped the world at the dawn of creation. Choose a number of creatures you can see within range, and that creature must make a charisma saving throw. On a failed save, the creature suffers an effect based on its current hit points. So... Between uh, upwards of 50 hit points and fewer, it's deafened for one minute. Between 50 to 40, deafened for deafened and blinded for 10 minutes. 40 to 30, blinded and deafened, and stunned for an hour or 20 and fewer, killed instantly. Good lord. Okay. You do that. What the fuck? What does that look like? Uh, it looks really cool. <laughs> it looks cool. <laughs> um, Dope as hell, some would say. Yeah, so I utter a word that none can hear, and it's in a language that none understand anyway. And uh, I snap my fingers, and this creature lights up in a radiant manner, and then the radiance fades, and it 
the effect still takes on it. Okay. And how long does that last? Oh, definitely for one minute. If it has over 50 health? Yeah, that's how I interpreted it. Okay. So definitely for one minute then, because I'm sure this thing's not below 50. Okay. We'll see. (laughs) I can't tell you. Okay. Um, so, that is Levi's turn. Would you like to back away or move towards it? I'd like to back away for now. Okay. And my movement is actually 60, but I would like to go around 45, 50 feet away from it. Okay. Took 10 feet of your movement to stand up and 50 feet you get away from it. Uh, so that'll take us to Devalon's turn. Okay. It also rolled a one. Oh, awesome. Lovely. I was wondering. We're in good company. <laughs> yeah, me and the creature. Me and the creature. That's uh, it's the druid way. Just me and the creature. One with the creature. How close am I to it? You are within 20 feet. I suppose I would like to... Uh, where I am, I'm just going to go ahead and cast a cantrip. Bold move. <laughs> yes, yes, the boldest now uh, produce flame. So I kind of generate a small like fireball and I just kind of uh, shoot it out against him and it's let me pull up the actual stats on the move. No, screw that. I'm gonna be I'm gonna turn into an animal. <laughs> oh my god. So alright, no, I'm going to wild shape uh, as a bonus action and I'm going to take the form of a, girl, a giant stag, which is a custom, made work with me to make a custom stat block. Yep. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. You are a giant stag now. Does this look like Animorphs, or does this look like, um, I'm trying to think of something else. Only Animorphs. Only, 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 only Hold on, hold on. Is it Animorphs, or is this Pokemon? Like, are you in a shining light, and it's like, dun 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 and it's like flashing and then all of a sudden you're a giant stag I mean that sounds prettier than what it would be obviously faster than the evolution animation of Pokemon no I was going to say it's not pretty I I told myself I was going to relive the Animorphs uh, live out my Animorphs fantasies from the 90s so (laughs) I kind of you guys see me just kind of convulse and fall up all four, and I sort of rapidly grow in size. My antlers grow. Uh, my hands and feet turn into hooves. My knees invert, and I. Nora's freaked out. She doesn't <laughs> like that. She changes into a lot of shit, but that's weird. It's cracking and popping, but <laughs> and then I, uh, but then yeah, it stops, and I this giant hulking static. Excellent. Very werewolf of London. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, good. Like that. So, uh, so that was a bonus action. Yeah, it's a bonus Jesus. action. Yeah, it happens real quick. It happens real quick. It's so fast. <laughs> and then, uh, basically, I would like to charge. So I'd like to run 20 feet straight at it and then make a gore attack. All right. Let's see if you do it. Okay. No one else has been able to do anything. So, what was the... I'm pulling up the stats. For the giant stag? Yeah, just the attack. Um, what did I give you? A plus just five to attack? You just swapped the 
gore attack out for the ram attack. So it'd be the same attack, like gore for the rhinoceros. Same, they're the same combat rating. Mm-hmm. For those listening, this is the stuff we cut out of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> Welcome to live D anD D. It's mostly this. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of this. Uh, it would be the same as the giant elk. Giant elk. Okay, that. Yeah, so you get the bonuses from giant elk, but it would be the effects of the rhinoceros. Okay. So, anyways, I still have to attack to hit. Roll to hit, but uh. Okay, so it's plus six to hit. Fourteen. Okay, you charge forward with your antlers lowered, and your antlers. Or do I have advantage on on this roll? Or no, we just have advantage on saving. Yeah, just on saving throws. Um, So you charge forward with your antlers lowered, and they strike the woolly hide of this creature. Uh, However, you do not feel penetration of flesh and antler, or antler into flesh. Okay. It seems as though your antlers have just hit the the woolly hide. Gotcha. And as you are closer, you realize it's the same as the stuff that you pulled out of the ice wall. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Can I roll for the health that I, my, my elf will have? Uh, yeah, that's okay. fine. So, yeah, I'm gonna roll. Your stack? Yeah, my stats. 5d12. Uh, and then plus 10. Uh, while you are doing that, I'm going to figure out what this thing is going to do. That thing is definitely going to has disadvantage on tackles for one minute. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Wait a minute, what? Uh, so this creature has been a lump in the ice for a little while. Uh, it has withstood all of your attacks except for a little bit of sound damage from... Oh, wait, hold on. When did you... Did you... You went before... No, you went after Gemma, so that's good. Uh, The deafening would have prevented it from taking any damage from Thunder Wave, I think. But we did the Thunder. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. So, anywho, uh, it finally gets up, and you can see it now at its full height. It stands 40 feet tall. Oh, Uh, God. And that's in that stance where it's like standing on its knuckles. So it is very large and it sees this giant stag in front of it and it's gonna attack with disadvantage. The first attack is gonna miss. It's swiping at you with its claws. The second attack will also miss. And it's angry now. It's gonna try and bite this this delicious piece of stag meat in front of it. Um, I think this one might do it. Uh, so it's gonna be a twenty three to hit. Oof. What's your AC? As a or are you pulling it from the elk stat block? Yeah, I think it's based on fourteen. Ah. So, yeah. so that is that's gonna hit. Um, let's do some damage here. Uh, you do, you get, um, six points of piercing damage. Okay. As well as 12 points of acid damage. All right. Okay. Awesome. Acid damage. It burns us. 
Cool. <laughs> it burns. Uh, <laughs> as it bites you, it bites right into your back because it's looming above you, and it takes a big bite out of your uh, the, the fleshy backside uh, of your giant stag body. Uh, and you can feel uh, its saliva is hot and it burns more than it is even hot, too. Um, and it it doesn't feel great, I'll tell you that. Oh, God. So I'm really glad I'm invisible. Fortunately, you are not small enough for it to swallow. Um, so that will take us Good. to the top of the round, and it's going to be uh, Nora's turn. Okay. Um... Can I just take the standard? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. I'm going to I'm going to attack with the short sword again. Okay. <laughs> I crit myself. Oh no. Nora's never gonna get to do anything ever. Okay. I whiffed it. Do you have multi multi-attack too? No, I don't think so. Do I? As a rogue, where's the book? Here. Don't you? I don't think so, unless I read it wrong. No. Okay. Doesn't say actually attack anywhere. Well, uh, you you whiffed it. <laughs> uh, you 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 strike out with your short sword, and this thing is just so large that you're kind of scared of it, and you you hold back a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, which is probably a bad idea because your sword. Um, goes into the fur of this creature and it moves in such a way that it actually rests it from your hand. I knew you were going to do that to me. Uh, your sword is tangled up in the fur of this creature. You're going to have to retrieve it. Okay. Or use another weapon. Okay. Would you like to move it all? Um, I'm just gonna back up a little bit. Okay, you back up. This thing uh, has its sword in its in your. It has your sword in its fur, uh, and it also has Devalin, the uh, giant stag, in its mouth. Cool. It's going well. It's going you really like well being in creatures' that. mouths. Apparently, <laughs> getting up in there. Uh, so that is going like, to be... I got no- that lightning damage against it. Yeah, you did. So that's Nor's turn. It's going to take us to Gemma's turn next. Okay. So we're going to look at spells. And incantations for those with the power to cast them. <laughs> uh, what about hold monster? That looks helpful. Yeah, that sounds, <laughs> sounds good. Yep. That one sounds good. Let's see what it does. Old monster, it's an enchantment. Choose a creature you can see within range. The target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be paralyzed for the duration. The spell has no effect on undead. At the end of each of its turns, the target can make another wisdom saving throw. On a success, the spell ends on the target. Um, And it lasts for one minute. Okay. I had to do one that's wisdom save. It did not do well. <laughs> okay. So it failed. It's failed. So now it's uh, paralyzed for one minute. And but at the end of the, each of its turns, it can make it a wisdom save. 
Uh, with spell save is 17, right? First, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 17. And all attack rolls against the creature have advantage now because of that, because it is paralyzed. Yes. Yes. Any attack that hits the creature is also a critical hit if the attacker is within five feet of the creature. Gemma plays that secret chord. Hmm? Gemma <laughs> plays that secret chord, and it uh, pleased the DM at least. Um, and that creature's paralyzed. Okay. Um, so that's interesting. Levi, it's your turn. <laughs> you're a smile. You're like 50 feet away, you said? Yep. So I'm going to burn a first level shield of faith mm-hmm. on myself. Rude, okay. <laughs> he doesn't know where you are. He Still. just sees a now uninvisible sword coming out of the the woolly backside of this creature. And I'm Poor going sword. to burn my sixth level spell slot. Harm. You unleash a virulent disease on a creature that you can see within range of 60 feet. Uh-huh. Target must make a constitution saving throw. What's your spell save? 18? 16. Okay. Uh, it fails. This is not good at saving throws. On a failed save, it takes 14d6 necrotic damage. Holy crap! How many? 14d6. That's so many. I'll let you uh, use your app for that one, please. <laughs> okay. Although we do have 14d6 lying around here somewhere. I'm sure we do. Uh, it says damage can't reduce the target's hit points below 1. And if the target fails a saving throw, its hit point maximum is reduced for one hour by an amount equal to the necrotic damage it just took. Mm. And any effect removes any effect that removes the disease allows the creature hit point maximum to return to normal. Ah. Uh, so okay. 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 That's good. That's a good one. Fourteen d six. Indeed. It's a lot of d six. Mm-hmm. What's the spell called? Harma. Yeah, it's gonna. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna. That's, you don't say. That's an even 50 points of damage. Holy shit! Not as bad as I thought. <laughs> 50? Yeah, 50. I can see it's low. Yeah, cool. I feel like Drew gets that spell. Hey, oh. <laughs> that's yeah, like the force moves in like Nice of the Old Republic. It's like, it starts off as like a force choke and then there's something else and then it's just kill. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think y'all are high enough level to get, like, power word kill. No. But that is a spell. It's a good spell, though. Yeah. Straight up, just point at somebody and be like, nah. <laughs> that one in particular. Pew. Like, dot kill. Dot kill. Like the old wow GMs. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So, that was Levi's turn. Levi, did you move? Mm, I'm gonna move to within thirty feet of the creature. Okay, you are within thirty feet of the creature. That will bring us to Devalon, the giant stag. This thing is paralyzed, so it can no longer stand on its own, and you are in its mouth when last we spoke. Can't get out of these monsters' mouths. So... 
Well, I was, was I restrained? Was I like, it, it, did it have You. Restraint? The target is restrained, yeah. Okay. So you were restrained. If you would like, I would allow you to wriggle out. I'd like to wriggle out, please. As a Banus action. Banus. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, if you fail, this thing will most likely fall upon you. Huh. Huh. <laughs> Good to know. Thank you for explaining. <laughs> I can't attack it without getting free, though, right? That would be correct. Unless you want a wild shape back into a human. But you already used your bonus action to try and get free, but... If you bonus action to wild shape back, you could wriggle yourself out. I guess. I'm a stag one minute and a person the next, and then a stag again. I don't want to use all of the uh, charges of wild shape. That's smart. Yeah. So I'm going to. I will go ahead and make a. Saving from the dragon. It's Dax, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Please. Alright. 18. You managed to get yourself free. Alright. Panicky hooks. Panicky hooks. <laughs> scared stag. Have you ever seen a scared deer? Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. So. Yeah, so, okay, I have a speed of 60 feet in this form. Good. So I, since he's paralyzed, I can go away without invoking an opportunity attack. That's correct. I'm going to run about <coughs> 20 feet away. I'm going to charge right back at him. Okay. So, you can certainly try. You do have advantage on this roll. He paralyzed. Okay, cool. Advantage, that works. These new dice not treat me so well today? Well, that first roll was, <laughs> wasn't great. Um, 15? That is not going to do it. Mm. Your antlers get tangled up in that wool again. I know you are. I just got to start rolling on that again. I know. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, well, it's the creature's turn. It can't do anything. So it's going to try and not be paralyzed anymore. Okay. How'd that go for it? There's a wisdom? Yep, wisdom. Uh, it failed. Yes. It's still paralyzed. Cool. Uh, and it actually falls to the ground now. Thank you, Gemma. Yeah. So that's all it can do. Mm-hmm. Um, so that will take us back to the top of the round. Nora, it's your turn again. Okay, since I don't have a short sword, I think I'm going to not do that um, <laughs> anymore. Considering it is paralyzed, you could get it back with relative oh, ease. true. Can I get it back and attack in the same round? You know what? Yes. Cool. And. <laughs> okay, so what do I have to roll to get it back? Just go on and grab it. Go on and grab it. Okay, I do this that. This thing ain't moving. I do that. Okay. The sword disappears before everyone's eyes. And I'm going to attempt to attack him. I swear to God. These you guys have advantage. They've been killing me. Okay, that's a 12. That's a 6. So we're going to go with a 12 plus. 
God, plus eight. So it's a 20, unnatural 20. Okay. That's not going to make it. Are you serious? I'm serious. <laughs> Y'all are 15. You got to get higher rolls than that, fam. <laughs> unnatural 20 is high. Sorry, I forgot we're doing a podcast. Unnatural 20 is high. <laughs> um, How dare you. So, my AC is 25. I would like not in. My yeah, 16. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. I was like, oh god, we're gonna fight such horrible fights. Why should why can't why don't rogues to get extra attacks? Can we can someone like tell me I'm doing this wrong and rogues do get extra attacks? It's because of the sneak attack. Yeah, it's probably <sighs> you gotta dip into fighter. You gotta do that multi-class. How many I levels in fighter it. do you before you get five? Yeah. God, it's so long. Never mind. Anyway, keep going. Uh so you you fail to make a hit on this thing and you try slashing at it and it just this fur too thick. Maybe like flip it over. Get to the underside. Yeah, flip this massive thing Just over. Flip it over. Um, would you like to move it all? I'll back up again a little bit. All right. So it doesn't accidentally get me. That'll be Gemma's turn next. Let's see. She's currently doing a concentration spell for hold monster, so I can't do anything else to do with concentration. She's just like... Yes. Uh, what does she want to do? What does she want to do? What does she do? A lot of these are concentration. There's Bardic Inspiration. Does a Bard have Bardic Inspiration if it's not written on their sheet? Do they just get it? Yeah, they just get it. Okay. So. Gotta figure out what that Bardic Inspiration die is for a 15 bubble character. I think it's a D10. This is not how I thought this worked. Uh, you use a bonus action on your turn to choose one creature other than yourself within 60 feet. I can hear you that creature gains one bardic inspiration die, a d6. Once within the next 10 minutes, the creature can roll the die and add the number rolled to one ability check. Attack roll or saving throw it makes. It's higher than a d6 for a 15 fold character. Do you have a player's handbook handy? I do, but it's not on this. What about it on her first sheet? Because it's Here not- it is. Your bardic inspiration die changes when you reach certain levels in this class. The die becomes a d8 at 5th level and a d10 at 10th level and a d12 at 15th level. Oh, so it's a d12. d12. So give, you can give someone a d12. Okay. Um, I feel like I would feel bad for the stag at this point. As for myself, I can't really be shitty. Oh, no, I'm not. I, well, I'm Gemma. So Gemma's been doing good. So uh, the stag looks like it needs some help. So she's going to use Bardic Inspiration. On the stag? On the stag. All right. You have Bardic Inspiration. Yes. Please take this. Golden die. <laughs> His dies are pretty good too, so that's okay, it. So yeah. I did roll a twelve on acid damage for you. Oh, okay. oh great! That's what that was. Um, yeah. you add it, it to D12. any ability check or attack roll. Cool. Ability check, uh, yeah. Uh, saving throw or attack roll. Yes. Do it now. No, whatever you want, in the next 10 minutes. Okay. Next 60 rounds. Okay. It no. says the creature can wait until after it rolls the d20 before deciding to use the Bardic Inspiration die, but must decide before the DM says whether the roll succeeds or fails. Once the Bardic Inspiration die is rolled, it is lost, the creature can only have one Bardic Inspiration die at a time. <laughs> okay. Got it. Cool. 
So that'll bring us around to Levi's turn. Levi, what do you want to do? You gave me a great idea before. I'm going to be a bard too. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm you going get bard to... <laughs> you get bardic inspiration. <laughs> Just a party of bards. A band, so... if you will. <laughs> band of bards. Mm-hmm. Uh, a troop. I am going to... I'm like, I'm 30 feet away from the creature, yes? Uh-huh. So I would like to go the 30 feet up to the creature, and I would like to do what you had kind of subtly suggested, and flip the creature onto its back. Oh, okay. Well, it fails, it automatically fails strength and dexterity saving throws, so it cannot resist. (laughs) However, you do have to be strong enough to lift it. <laughs> Let's yeah. see about that. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Twenty-one. You try with all your might to flip this thing over. And because it can't move and the snow is soft because it has recently fallen, you manage to expose its belly. You don't completely turn it over, but you do expose the Soft underside. Nice. Soft bits. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So, uh, would you allow uh, an actual spell to be cast as well on top of that? If it's a bonus action or a reaction, yeah. Then Because okay. that was your action. Yeah. Okay. That took a lot of time getting that thing. It's big boy. Big boy. Okay, then that's Heckin my... Heckin' uh, Chonker. Heckin' Chonker. <laughs> Excellent. Good job, team. Next is Devalon, the stag. You've got an exposed underbelly. You've got advantage. You've got bardic inspiration. Let's see if you can stab <laughs> this thing. Oh, God, one of us has to do something. <laughs> Real quick, by any chance, would you consider this creature to be prone? Uh, for the option for your hoof attack? Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Vaguely. Yeah, I'd say it's prone. Okay. You're paralyzed and on its side. I'm just going to hoof attack it. I'm just going to stomp on the belly. (laughs) Stomp that belly. Stomp Stomp the belly. Pop, pop, pop. Pop, pop, pop. All right. It's not a fun game. <laughs> I do not like that game, Sam. I am. <laughs> All right, that's a seventeen plus six, twenty-three. Do you want to use your inspiration, or do you want to wait? I'm gonna wait. Do you think that twenty-three is gonna hit? I want to know if this twenty-three will hit. That's fair and valid. <laughs> <clears throat> that. Is gonna hit. Oh, yes. finally! Woo! All right. So, forty-eight plus four. Forty-eight. Forty-eight. God. Hate it. And I can't add this to like your attack roll. It's a chance to hit or save or something. Uh, it's it's not a damage. You can't add it to your damage. No, just the attack yeah, just roll. the attack itself. Cool. Okay. Um. Yeah, attack roll, saving throw, or ability check. Okay. Five. 13, 17, and that's 23 plus 4, 27 hoofy damage. Wee! Except for no damage. Okay, you, you just, you take your both, both your four hooves and you just 
You just make biscuits on that. <laughs> on this creature. The deer drop cake. <laughs> biscuits on it. You're making deer biscuits. All right. I dig it. Good job. Proud of you. <laughs> I'm proud of us. Right. Um, this thing is getting stomped on and hit with lightning and everything, and it looks pretty unscathed. You've like flipped it over and you're looking at the skin now. It doesn't look like it's even bruised. Yeah. So that's fun for me. That'll bring us to the creature's turn. First things first, it's gonna see if it can avoid paralysis. Nope. <laughs> the end. That's the creature's turn. Man, now you know how I felt every round. Um, <laughs> can't do shit. Hey, look, this thing is three rounds into its ten rounds of being deaf and or paralyzed. Yeah, we just kind of fucked this thing up right off the bat, didn't we? And then we can't hit it. We're like, okay, stay down. And then we just keep missing. You have advantage, too. <laughs> it's just tough. Oh, I didn't even I didn't even roll to see if I crit. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Uh, took your hands off the piece. Um, that's going to bring us to Nora's turn. Okay. I'm trying to attack with my short sword. <laughs> I don't know what else to do. You can attack the belly? Yes, I'm going to attack the belly with the sword. This is, this is nine. And that's a three! <laughs> the belly has a lower AC. I got a wait. What am I at? Nine plus eight, seventeen. Uh, that's not going to do it. Unfortunately, <laughs> is it not going to do it? No, it will not. Mm. Uh, Nora tries. The, fortunately, you are invisible. No one can see this. I'm switching my dice. This D20 is not getting you know how any Yeah, now I know how Agony Fears. This is garbage. <laughs> yeah, you've got a couple of D20s to choose from, huh? Yes. So, okay. Um, yeah, uh, Nora fails to uh, make an a- attack on this this creature. Uh, unfortunately, the giant stag making biscuits on it got in the way of the, the real good meaty parts. Just for you know the story for the mm-hmm, fiction. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so that will. That's would you like to move? Your hands are kind of like like restricted. Yeah, it's freezy. You're wearing mittens. You can't really hold on to the short sword too well. Maybe take those mittens off. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh So would you like to move? Let's back up a little bit again. I guess. All right, that'll be Gemma's turn. Yeah. Still concentrating. Yeah. It's like a lot of these other ones are concentrated. I mean, it's super helpful. Yeah. Hey, you all aren't getting hit. Exactly. Man, I wish you were. Your spell is cool. That like has disadvantage uh, on the creature. It's like one of the magic items I took is a cloak of displacement. Um, so <laughs> it makes it appear as if I'm standing somewhere that I'm not. So all attackers have disadvantage on attacks against my character in normal form. Um, until an actual hit. If I hit, the effect ends until the start of the next round. But if you again, where, where the effect happens again, and it looks like I'm somewhere else, which I'm like just partially displaced. So I was, I was like, that's a pretty, I thought that was a neat item. Mm-hmm. So if you use that and he has disadvantage, do you get double disadvantage? 
That is... <laughs> now you're thinking about the questions. <laughs> mm, this is good. This is a good one. We're going to do synaptic static. Mm. Okay. It says you choose a point within range and cause psychic energy to explode there. Each creature in a 20-foot radius sphere centered on that point must make an intelligence saving throw. So y'all better move. A creature with an intelligence score of two or lower can't be affected by the spell. A target takes 8d6 psychic damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a successful save. And after a failed save, a target has muddled thoughts for one minute. And during that time, it rolls a d6 and subtracts the number rolled from all its attack rolls and ability checks. So holds its constitution saving throws to maintain concentration. The target can make an intelligent saving throw at the end of each of its turns, ending the effect on itself and success. For some reason, this is not a concentration spell. Well, that's all that. <laughs> so if it succeeds on the roll, it doesn't get muddled thoughts. If it fails, it does get muddled thoughts. Yes, basically. Okay. All right. What is it? Intelligence, you said? Yes. Intelligence saving throw. Let's see. Yeah, it's got muddled thoughts. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got muddled thoughts. Okay, it takes Does eight. Does know what's going on right now? I just got so many support characters here right now. <laughs> it takes... Uh, this, uh, I've got so many things to keep track of. Two, three, four, five, Don't six, worry, I'm keeping seven, track eight. of your disadvantages. Okay. Uh, <laughs> or how long they last. Okay, ready? Bye. <laughs> Yahtzee! Yahtzee, someone got it. Ah, yeah, sixes and fours and fives. Put them in order. Six. Twelve. So that's 20 with the, the, the fours and six. 25. 29. Or, no. no. 28. Six, 12. Six, 12, 16, 20, 25, 26, 26, 26. There you go. That's the best way to do that. <laughs> Five is fucking me up. <laughs> just like, nope, I'd get there and be like, no. Alright, you hear like, um, yeah. I don't know if uh, all of you have heard what a harmonic sounds like. A like, what? Like a, a harmonica? No, no. Justin knows what a harmonic is. When you hit the you hit that resonant note on a, a tuning on fork? A, no, on an instrument, you hit a resonant note and it like causes this really weird sensation where you can hear the resonant and you can feel the resonance of the note with everything else that's happening. Gemma hits one of those chords while she's doing the concentration and hits a harmonic and this thing in its paralyzed state. You can't see anything that's happening, but in its head it's going <laughs> and it just God, this honestly, this poor monster. <laughs> like, Who are the real monsters? Right? Like, it was just chilling. <laughs> it was sleeping. It was sleeping. Knocked it down. Sleepy baby. Made it with lightning. Made it blind and dumb now. It only <laughs> bit one of you. That's I'm a so little mad. Okay. Now bring us to Levi's turn. Alright, so I'm thinking that I gotta burn Notice. the uh I gotta burn that fur off of it somehow. So as I'm lifting Okay. Nope, you're too close. Right? So we could I'm like yeah, I'm within five feet. Okay, that's fine. 
So as <laughs> as I'm lifting up the creature to expose its underbelly, at the same time, no, I, I cast uh, spirit guardians, and these uh, spirit guardians start surrounding me, and then it takes how uh, much damage. They flip around a distance of 15 feet for up to 10 minutes. You can designate any number of creatures you can see that are unaffected by it, so I'm going to unaffect all of our crew. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, an affected creature speed is halved in the area. It doesn't matter because it's paralyzed, right? Mm -hmm. um, it must make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the creature takes 3d8 radiant or 3d8 necrotic, depending on good, neutral, or evil. Okay. So I need to make a save then? Uh, wisdom save and throw. All right. Yeah, What's your spell save? 16. 16. It beats, it beats. Right, so so it finally succeeded somehow. Wait, do I have disadvantage on saves? Not that I have recorded. Okay. No, I, no, no. Good. Uh, I can make that happen. No, thank you. <laughs> Please don't. So you take... My baby, my poor you baby. You take half of 3 Wait, 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 though. Wait, though. It subtracts a number from all its attack rolls and ability checks. So uh, you have to roll d6 and subtract that number rolled from all its attack rolls and ability checks, as well as constitution saving throws to maintain con concentration. Uh, this isn't a save to maintain oh. concentration, just to save to not have a thing happen. Okay. It's a wisdom save. Don't forget that d6. I will not for when it finally gets to attack with disadvantage. It also uh, affects your ability checks. Ability checks would be like athletics or athletics. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I rolled a total of 12, so it takes 6 damage. Okay. Thank you. But that stays around you for a while, right? Yeah, up to 10 minutes. Excellent. That is going to be Devalin's turn then. Unless you want to move Levi? Nope. Alright, what you got? You old great stag? Yes. I'm still mad. Um, I'm still mad, aren't I'm we all? I'm salty. <laughs> I'm honestly just going to keep stomping it until something happens. So. And... Fourteen. Time to use that uh, uh, <laughs> inspiration. Add to my fourteen plus six is twenty. Plus one. <laughs> All right. Uh, your hooves slip in the um, in the snow, and you are unable to hit it's it with your 22. hooves. It's got to be twenty-two. It's got to be because twenty-three hits. That sucks. <laughs> It's 22 or 23. But yeah. So I uh, slip and fall and can't. Well, you don't fall, but uh, you, you just don't connect a good hit on it. Okay. I would like to move 20 feet away. All right. I'll allow it. Cool. Thank you. And uh, I'm going to burn a. So as a circle of the moon druid. Ooh, fancy. I can. I have combat wild, wild shape, and one of the benefits of that is I can burn a spell slot and regain 1d8 of 
health per spell slot as a bonus action while I am wild shaped. So I'm going to burn one of my first level spell slots and I'll try to heal a little bit. There you go. Four. Okay. All right. No more paralysis, no more paralysis, no more paralysis, no more paralysis, no more. Wait, do I get it for the muddled thoughts too? <laughs> no. Um, Tim can make an intelligence saving throw at the end of each of its turns. Okay. So intelligence is that one. So yeah, so I have to do that at the end. The first one, I can do the, the paralysis one at the beginning. No, paralysis is also at the end. Oh, well. Can't do anything, anyway, right? <laughs> okay, well, it's no longer paralyzed. Hooray. Let's look for the muddled thoughts. I don't want those muddled thoughts. No whammies, no whammies. Stop! Nope, still muddled. Okay. Not paralyzed. And that's the end of its turn. And you can see it start to get up. That sucks. I love it. Oh Man, we went so many rounds with it on its back, and we uh, <laughs> didn't do much, did we? Nope. Okay. It's going to be Nora's turn. Nora's nervous. <laughs> Nora nervous. Things nervous have Nora. not worked out for her so far. And I'm trying to think of literally anything else I can do because usually I've got spells and I don't. Okay, I, I guess I'm, I'm a whack again. <laughs> whack. Whack. Uh, you... I still have advantage. Do I? Because there's someone within five feet, yeah. Yeah. So, 22. That'll hit. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> yeah. Finally! Okay, I can't roll, I can't roll a 14. Good job. So I do 1d6 plus 3, and then I do the sneak attack as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. It's going to be 8 from that, and then this part. Da, 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 Finally, all see some blood come out of this thing. Finally, yeah. As if from nowhere for all of you. <laughs> Would you allow me to to say um, you might want to move back? You, yeah, you can say whatever you want as a free action. All right. I say to Nora, you might want to move back. I'm going to use my bonus action to um, dash. I'm just going to go right out of the way. Get the hell out of dodge. Step, 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 run. <laughs> All right. Great. Good job. Gemma's turn. I'm just so excited. I don't really get to do anything. <laughs> okay. I rolled like she attacks, and that's not how she works. Okay, so she's not using that concentration spell anymore, right? Because you're not paralyzed anymore. Correct. Okay. Dope. Finally. I'm going to use. Wait, can I? Yes, I can. I'm going to use Disintegrate. Disintegration. Disintegrate. I thought that's what you were trying to do, like a Doctor Who thing. Um, 
So it says a thin green ray springs from your pointer, your finger to a target that you can see within range. The target can be a creature, object, or whatever. Fuck. Um, a creature targeted by the spell must make a dexterity saving throw. On a failed save, the target takes 10d6 plus 40 force okay. damage. <laughs> what? <laughs> the target is disintegrated if this damage leaves it with zero hit points. What the Oh, okay. <laughs> a, yeah, a disintegrated creature uh, and everything it is wearing and carrying, except magic items, are reduced to a pile of fine gray dust. The creature can be restored to life. Blah blah. blah. Spell automatically disintegrates a large or smaller non-magical object. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. How'd you do on that dexterity saving throw? Uh, succeeded. Ah, oh, fuck. This thing can jump 80 feet, like, up. You're right. Yeah, it's pretty dexterous. Damn it, and this is the one that it takes half damage. Oh, no. That sucks. That's a bummer. Yep, so nothing happens. So a green ray of light goes shooting past this thing as it gets up. It kind of looks at it as it sails past. Oh, and that was the only, that spell slot. That sucks. (laughs) It's the only time Gemma can do that, too. How dare you. Would Gemma like to move? Yeah, <laughs> Gemma probably wants to back the fuck out of the way, um, so she does that. She heard you yell, you might want to move, so she runs. Okay. At least 20 feet away. Sounds good. Um, Levi, it's your turn. All right, we're in a fifth level with Flame Strike. Ooh. Vertical column of divine fire roars down from the heavens. Each creature in a 10-foot radius, 40-foot high cylinder, centered on a point within range, must make a dexterity saving throw. Creature takes 4d6 fire damage and 4d6 radiant damage on a failed save. 4d6? <laughs> Still funny. Always funny. <laughs> Never not funny. <laughs> so, uh, your saving throw? Oh, uh, sorry. What type? Strength? Dexterity? Dexterity. I guess. Uh... Yeah, that's not going to do it. 16. Yeah, it's not going to do it. You failed? I failed. Oh, you failed. Uh, do you mind if I do this on the app? Because this is a lot of stuff. Yes, please do it on the app. Right, I already rolled a 3, so I'm just going to keep that. Um, 33 damage. Nice. And I'm imagining that the fur is flammable, since it's not fur. So. No, we already decided it's not because Jordan's spell would have um, ignited anything flammable and the fur did not go. I already asked. There were a few stray burnt hairs, but nothing has caught on fire. Would you allow bonus action to start shaping it? Oh my gosh. <laughs> no. <laughs> if you want, I'll let you use no. Do you have an axe or like a sword or something? I have a battle axe. Yeah. If you want, you can try using a battle axe to start shaving it. It's going to take you a while to get through. Let's say not. Cool. Um, it's a lot less cool than I thought it was going to be. Flame Strike. <laughs> well, Flame Strike, uh, rough. Devalin, it is your turn. Yes. Want to awesome. stomp some more? No, I'm 20 feet away. Ah. Devalin, charge. Um, quick question. So, the the ram attack for the giant elk has a reach of ten feet. So, like, like the damage is the damage die are changed with that. Whereas Gore has a range of five feet. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, am I using the damage die for the gore attack from the rhinoceros? Lock. Like, because like the ram attack for an elk is 2d6 plus... Um, yes, you're using the gore from the rhinoceros. Okay. It's 2d8 then. Mm -hmm. So Pokey. Pokey. Okay. But anyways, I am 20 feet away. I'm going to charge 20 straight towards him and attempt to gore. All right, let's see what you got. All right, do I have a, do I have advantage of any kind right now? Or um, no. Okay. Unfortunately, not. That's all right. Will a will a sweet sweet thirteen hit? Uh, unfortunately, it will not. No. You kind of get up close to it and you nick one of the tufts of fur, and it just kind of moves out of the way. Okay. And it kind of swings you in such a way that you kind of pivot in the opposite direction that you were going. Okay. It's all right. Um, I will... When it's with muddled thoughts, does it have disadvantage on the attack? So it already does. Uh, yeah. From your... The word thing? Yeah. You know. The holy word? And then it has... No, uh, the divine word makes it deafening. Ah, right. But it's uh, like an aura. Holy aura is the thing, yeah. What was the psychic attack that Gemma used? It was... Searing Smite something. No, it was... Confu confusion. Synaptic static. Synaptic static. Oh, it rolls a d6 and subtracts the number from its attack rolls and ability checks. Yeah, that blows. Yeah. So, anyways. All right. All right. That's my turn. Um, That's your turn? Well, no, I'd like to try and move away 20 feet. All right. You get 20 feet away. Okay. Uh, so, Levi, you are you are right up on the thing because you need to be within 15 feet with the Spirit Guardians, right? Yep, right up on it. Um, Nora and Gemma are away. Uh, Devon has gotten away a little bit too. So, um, no longer paralyzed. The creature stands up. Ta-da. <laughs> Finally. And it is, takes disadvantage on attack rolls and then takes a d6 and reduces that too. So, let's do this. Oof. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's going for Dvalin. No, it's going for Levi. Um, and it's going to try and hit you with a claw attack. That is going to be a 14 to hit. That is not going to hit. Alright, second attack. Second claw. 12? That too is not going to hit. Excellent. Alright. It's going in for a bite. Yeah. This one might connect. That'll be a 24. That will hit. Ooh. Excellent. Yeah, I rolled a 15 and a 16. It was great. I love it. All right. Uh, where's my D10? You take 12 points of piercing damage. Also, three points of acid damage. And you are restrained in its mouth. Okay. Can you guys get out of the monster's mouth? You can try to escape <laughs> on your turn. <laughs> Is that possible? Would that be an action? Uh, yeah. 
So that is all that. And then it still has. Oh, I have to do the mobile thoughts here at the end. I'm going to do this. Let's see if the muddled thoughts are still here. Oh, no. No! They're not. He's uh. no longer muddled. Uh-oh. Critical success. All right, everything's coming up me. <laughs> hate it. That will take us then to Nora's turn. Nora, you are out of the way. You're out of the way. Oh, I guess it should describe a little better what happened. Uh, it So uh, the creature swung at you with its claws and it hit you on either side. Well, it hit uh, at the snow on either side and let up big tufts of snow into the air and then got frustrated, it looked like, as it's kind of looking all over the place and it just kind of chomped down right in front of it and that just happened to be where you were. Did it take that spirit guardian damage mm-hmm. on the turn? Yep. Okay. Okay. Um, Nora's gonna try to stab again. Nora stab. Nora stab. Hey. And I don't have an advantage. I mean, technically you have an ally within five feet of the creature. However, it is in that creature's mouth. But still, I feel like you've given it to us. You know what? Oh, sure. Go ahead. Do it. <laughs> Good, because I rolled one. <laughs> All right. Okay, come on. Roll another one. No, it's not going to do it. Um, What'd you get? 13 plus 8. 21. 21. Yeah, it's not going to connect. You swing at it with your sword again, and you're not able to make purchase. Nora, no. This is the worst. You want to back up? Yes. All right, Gemma's turn. Let's do another bardic inspiration to the big boy. Big boy bard. Big boy bard. Get D12. Here you go. Oh, wait. Uh, first, you're going to be next. So at the beginning of your turn, you take one acid damage. What? As the saliva gets into your body. Yes. All right. Um, I am not going to try and escape from its mouth. Good. I am going to unleash a destructive wave on the creature. Okay. Create a burst of divine energy that ripples outward from you. Each creature within choose within thirty feet of you, which is just going to be the that thing, must succeed on a Constitution saving throw or take five v six thunder as well as five v six radiant or necrotic and be knocked prone. If it succeeds on a saving throw, it takes half the damage and is not knocked prone. Okay, because you are in its mouth, I'm going to say that it's taking this calm throw with disadvantage. So, um, <laughs> I'm blow this thing from the inside. It succeeds. What? Oh, Rolled a sixteen and a seventeen. Uh, so it takes five d six uh, light. Would you say lightning and radiant? Five d six. What's it? Nineteen Chaotic. thunder damage, and then. I'm going to say necrotic. 14 necrotic on top of that. Okay, so what was that to all together? 19 plus 14. Mm-hmm. 33? Yep. 33. Alright. If you say so. What is that the damage before it's halved? 
Oof. Sorry. Oh, he succeeded, right? So yeah. you take half of that. Oh, okay. Whose team are you on? I guess not ours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the side of the rules. I'm the rules lawyer of the group. Uh, cool. Thanks, Jordan. That I was. want everything to be fair, guys. It's already yeah. not. <laughs> uh, so that was Levi's turn. Uh, what does it look like when you do that and if you're, you're in its mouth? So I basically, um, I imagine that my lower half is in the mouth and my upper torso and arms are free. And so I just smack it with both fists on its nose and it just earthquake style uh, effect erupts from its face. It takes damage to it. It looks like the flesh is like ripping, rippling all along, the head. like in slow mo. Yeah, the hair is all rippling. Yeah. Cool. Um, Mario. <laughs> so yeah, that wasn't going to do it. You're still in the mouth. Maybe it's destructive wave. Um, it is your turn. Okay. All right. Uh, from my position, twenty feet away or so, I kind of. As a bonus action, I revert back to my human state. Mm. Are you naked? No, no. <laughs> yeah, that was your class. They, they incorporate into my form, and then uh-huh. they are on me when I come out. Uh-huh. Sure. Yes. No. Um, <laughs> so, you hear the cracking and popping again. It just kind of sounds like the reverse, though. Reverse popping. The, knees, the knees pop back out. And I, and I stand up, and... Um, I am going to make a ranged spell attack to produce flame and hurl it at the beast. All right. So. Tired of getting in its mouth? Tired of missing. 26. Will that hit? That will hit. Oh my god. Yeah. 3d8. Let's see. 3d8? It doesn't work. How does it work? (laughs) 8. 1. 12 damage. Right. You hurl a fireball at it, and it uh, is struck with it right in the face. Uh, You just narrowly miss uh, Levi. And uh, yeah, it it doesn't look happy about getting hit in the face. Okay. (laughs) It's not thrilled, actually. I was just getting stepped on, and now I got this like hot thing happening in my mouth, and then I get hit in the face with this fire, too. I just don't like what's happening to me right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, would you like to move? And how far away are you? Like, 20 feet? I am 20 feet away. Okay. And I'm good right where I am. Excellent. So it still has disadvantage on attack rolls. Mm-hmm. However, I'm in its mouth. you are in its mouth. <laughs> um, so it is going to attempt to swallow you. <laughs> Please make up, Mike. <laughs> I feel like I thought you said it couldn't because he wasn't. I'm a damn Goliath. I said that it couldn't do it to the giant stag because the giant stag was too big for its mouth. However, the giant stag is bigger than the Goliath. A giant the... stag? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I would imagine. Okay. What are you? It's a large size uh, or geez, huge? It might be huge. Good uh, lord! Okay. Yeah, big boy, like almost on the same level as the creature. Wild. Okay. Um, so anyway, the Goliath is still a medium creature, right? Eight feet tall. Yeah, yeah. it's still medium. Okay. So it's the right size to get swallowed. Okay. Uh, Frobogs are large, right? 
No, they're still medium. Okay. Please make me a strength saving throw to try and avoid getting swallowed. My speciality. Twenty-seven. You feel its uh, esophagus trying to force your legs down its body Ew. into its stomach, and uh, you kick and scream, and you you hold on to its teeth, and it doesn't. You can you can't get swallowed. Uh, oh my god! So that was one of its attacks. Was trying to swallow you. God, we uh, put more fucking warnings on this podcast now. It is going to uh, all the fetish sites, please, God. It's going to bound forward and try to strike Devalin. Oh, okay. Um, that'll be a twenty-two hit, non-unnatural. An unnatural twenty. It will miss. All right, it's going to take a second attack with its claw. When you're rolling at this advantage? I am. It uh, attempts to strike you and loses its balance and actually falls um, in such a way that it has landed prone next to you. Wow. You criticized the person. Yep, sure did. Sure did. Prone. Yep, actually. Uh, yeah, so it's prone on its side right next to you. It just narrowly avoided. Okay, all right. Yeah, that's why the AC of the uh, elk or the giant stag is so low. Mm-hmm. how big it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Of these creatures. Yeah. Big targets. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so that will be the creature's turn, and that'll bring us to Nora. <sighs> Whack. Um, I'm not sure to use my short bow. It's pretty much the exact same thing. Uh, <laughs> so I don't have to be right up on it. I'm next to it, so you should have... Oh, okay. Or you should have advantage. Okay, cool. Um, even with my ranged attack, or does it have to be... It applies to ranged. Ranged, cool. I do that. God, uh, that was a one! This is 17 plus... What am I adding? Plus eight. That'll hit. 25. Finally. Okay. What is this? It's going to be six damage plus all of these. (laughs) Maybe I should use the app. 28. 28. 28 plus six. 34. 34 damage. Nice. Uh, see, when she actually hits, it's great. Mm-hmm. However. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I understand the feeling. You should take some levels in fighter, because not being able to do a second attack is garbage. Yeah. So that was Nora's turn. Uh-huh. You're going to move at all? Or you attack with the short bow, so you're already... Yeah, I'm already pretty far back. So. All right, Gemma's turn. Gemma's turn. She is going to... That's so much. Oh, God, I don't even care about that one. It's just so much. Some of these spells are so complicated, like, I don't even want to use them. Like, I don't care how much damage they do. It's just, I don't... When you see when you see three paragraphs... Thank you. <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't care. Um, I guess I'm going to do... It feels bad doing Bardic Inspiration because I feel like there are other spells, but there's really not much I can work with right here, right now. So, 
I'm going to do Bardic Inspiration again, I guess. For the Because um, I still have no. You know what? For me. You can't change. For Nora. Can't see you. Oh, that's You're right. invisible. Invisible. It sucks. All right. Yeah, the volume's fine. All right. So that was Gemma. Now it's going to be Levi. You in a you in a big boy mouth. Take a one d twelve damage, please. You can roll it over there. I don't have any d twelves anymore. I've given them all away. Good. So I just automatically take it. You need to roll with disadvantage, but I'm in the mouth, so... You're already in the mouth, the acid the uh, acid damage happens because you're in contact with the mouth. Uh, you want me to roll for you? One... Just the damage? Yeah. That's a six. Nice, six acid damage, yeah, burn him. <laughs> How y'all feeling on health? Just wondering. I'm fine. That uh, <laughs> uh, full health? Yeah, cool. Neat. I love it. <laughs> I really am glad that you all just crippled this thing so much right at the beginning. Yeah. Well, this is what I get for making a beast and not some sort of intelligent being. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. Gross. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Hey, as long as y'all are having a good time. You're like, I had a good time playing. It's fine. I hope my players... <laughs> I was fine DMing, whatever. Whatever. Right, basically so the referee. I'm going to use Guardian of Faith. Uh-huh. And I'm going to cast it right next to the creature, so it's within five feet. Uh, any creature hostile to you that is within a space of ten feet from the Guardian must succeed on a dexterity saving throw. Creature takes... Uh, Takes, immediately takes 20 radiant damage on the belt, save and half on successful. The Guardian vanishes when it has dealt a total of 60 damage. Okay. That succeeds. 10 damage. And uh, for the Spirit Guardians... Wisdom? Uh, yeah, that's a wisdom. That succeeds as well. That's a uh, 12... And we'll call it half a twelve. Half a twelve or twelve total. Well, you succeed, right? Yeah. So twelve total, six damage. Cool. The uh, creature seems to be moving a little slower. You're noticing. Okay. Fair enough. Um, Levi went. Are you? Oh, uh, did, did you want to try and get out of its mouth? Well, I already used my action. You're right. You're right. You're right. Good. Thank you. Devalin, it's your turn. All right. All There's right. a, this thing has just fallen next to you mm. and struck with an arrow. Mm-hmm. Yes. From, from, from nowhere. nowhere. From <laughs> nowhere. I assume that the rogue is about, is afoot. But seeing my opportunity, I cast Shillelag. Shillelag? Shillelag? Is that how it is? Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're what right. does that do? My quarterstaff that I'm holding is imbued with nature's power uh-huh. for the duration, which is a minute. I can use my, instead of using strength, mm-hmm. I use my spellcasting ability. So my wisdom modifier is my, is I use for attack rolls and damage. Oh. And it's a wacky stat. And my quarterstaff now, instead of a d6, is a d8. Ooh. So, Easy. yeah. Okay, uh, okay. And it's magical, if it wasn't already. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I... I'm going to bonk him. 
Bonk. Duval and Whack. Duval and Whack, Duval and Bonk. Got it. Uh, I'm going to... Yeah. With the stick, like with Hiki and like it. Exactly. So that is 10 at 20. I'm going to use this. Wow, it's <laughs> Let's throw it in here. It's a 26. That will hit. Yay. Oh, okay. uh, you did have advantage on the roll because it's prone. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um, roll my d8. 2 plus 5, 7. 7 damage. Can I have my d12 back, please? <laughs> I really just wanted to use that cantrip. Well, that's fair. It's you really just wanted to try and say the word. I did that too. Shillelagh? Shillelagh. Oh my gosh, okay. Good to know. Yeah. Shillelagh. Yeah, you know. That's how it's spelled. Like you do. Yeah. Shillelagh. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. There's a G and an H, but it's Shillelagh. Yep. Uh, that'll bring us to the creature. The creature stands up. Gonna try and swallow Levi again. Make that strength save. Please, pretty please. It's like, couldn't have picked someone worse to get in its mouth. Mm-hmm. <gasps> no, hate that. Do you have a d12? I do. Do I roll again? Or do Wait, hold on. Did you get a one? No, I've got a four plus nine. All right. So I can roll this to add to it? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you have 13 so far? Well, and we have advantage on, on saving throws because of your holy word. I do. Wait, is it a strength check or is it a strength save? Strength save. Oh, yeah. Roll that. roll that again. 16 plus 9. Damn it. Yes. Just want to swallow you. <laughs> You're fine. Uh, I'm going to claw at uh, Devon right here, who just bonked me. <laughs> Still have disadvantage, unfortunately. You have disadvantage anyways. Excellent. That's going to hit. 24. No, I have a 25 AC. Damn it! <laughs> that one's gonna miss too. Alright, the, uh, the the creature's swiping at you with its uh, claws again, and it it misses. I'm a shieldy, armory, nimble little druid. <laughs> There's no wonder that you survived so long in the wilds of Tor. Right, this big-ass thing can't even land a hit on you? You're just bunking it with your staff? I don't even know why I changed into an animal. Fun animal. Alright, uh... Menemone. Menemone. Turn into a tree, too. So, this creature is now going to stay right where it is. Isn't it still prone? No, it got up. Uh, It's actually going to spit Levi out. Tried to swallow. But I wasn't done there. <laughs> uh, and it's going to bound away. Like run away? Mm-hmm. It doesn't like what y'all are doing to it. I mean, probably, probably not, but like, isn't this the thing that we're supposed to be getting? It's a wild beat. It's wild animal. It's fight or flight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, it, uh... It's not going as fast as its normal rate, so it only managed, it, it just used like half its movement to get up because it was prone. So it gets 40 feet away. Oh, my uh, speed is 60. It's, it, so it, did it leave my immediate vicinity? It did. 
I would like to use my reaction to bonk him. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> so, Wait, I can hit it again. I would like to bonk it, please. Let's see, all right. Is that a nineteen? Will that hit? <laughs> uh, no, that's not going to hit. Do I have advantage for any reason? No, so. not anymore. Any reason you can think of, please let me know. <laughs> Come on, Do I have advantage? All right, I take a wild swing at it. You whiff it. All right. So that. Is the creature's turn. Nora, it's your turn. Okay. Back to the top of the order. I'm going to use my short bow, except now I don't have an advantage because no one's around it. Come on. 24. Well, hit it. Huzzah. Aha, I threw it. Thank you. So it's five plus. Why do you use them those? Because sneak attack. You don't have sneak attack. Oh no, I don't. Because no one's around, right? Mm-mm. Oh, it sucks. I forgot. So it's only just it's just the five damage. Five plus your attack bonus. No, I rolled a two. My oh. attack bonus is three. Yeah, that's it. Five damage. But without the sneak attack, I can only do like nine damage, if, if, like max. You need that sneak attack bonus. Snacky, sneaky, sneaky. All right. All right. That's going to bring us to Gemma's turn. Gemma's turn. Okay. Oh, I should have asked if I could have made a strength save to uh, stay in the creature's mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Is it random? All right, um, we're going to do synaptic static again. All right. Intelligence saving throw. Excellent. Success. Ah. Why, where were these rolls earlier, creature? <laughs> so it still takes half. Ooh, this is a very good roll. Hello? 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 (laughs) 41. So halved. Yahtzee. God, it would be 41 damage. Yeah, uh, Gemma hits that harmonic again, and uh, it resonates, but um, you see the creature slow down a little bit, and then all of a sudden it um, shakes it off. Uh, but it, it's still moving a little slower than you think its max speed would be. Okay. So, that brings us to Levi. Is the creature within 60 feet of me? Yes. Alright, I'm going to use the punishment. Oh, that's a good one. I send, uh, you attempt to send one creature that you can see within range to another plane of existence. Target must succeed on a charisma saving throw or be banished. Oh. Lucky for you. Like charisma saving throw? <laughs> How's your charisma? Not great. <laughs> so, the uh, the target is incapacitated in another harmless dem- demi-point. Target remains there until the spell ends, at which point the target reappears in the space it left, or in the nearest unoccupied space if the space is occupied. How much time? A minute? A Ten minute minutes? 
or up to a concentration or up to a minute. So we can all catch up with it mm -hmm. and then just have our turn as it reappears, I guess, right? Okay. It's it, You see the creature bounding away and it like tries to leap through. It looks like it's going to jump off of that plateau where you all had just climbed up and uh, you see it just <laughs> pop out of existence. Uh, so you run up to where it blipped and uh, you get there and you just stand there for like a good 30 seconds. Well, I can call it off. Oh, you can? Yeah. So before, before we to wait for it to... Uh, yeah, if you want to do stuff while you're running, you can do that. I'm wondering, can I um, cast Entangle on this area where it disappeared? Um, grasping weeds and vines sprout from the ground in a 20-foot square, starting from a point within range. Mm -hmm. um, for the duration, the plants turn the ground. These plants turn the ground into difficult terrain. The creature in the area will cast the spell must succeed on us. When you cast the spell, must succeed on a strength saving throw or be restrained by the entangling plants until the spell ends. Creature restrained by the plants can use its action to make a strength check against the spell save DC for itself. Then, so you can do it. It wouldn't be restrained, but it still would be difficult terrain. Okay. Um, are there any trees or yeah, is there any plant growth or are there any rocks around us? Yeah, there's uh, plenty of rocks around. Plenty of rocks, okay. You don't see any plant growth, it's too snowy. Yeah. Okay. Well, how about this then? Would I, I have Wrath of Nature, which is similar, but there would be grass and undergrowth, like in a cube, like a 60 foot cube, that would become difficult terrain specifically for our enemies. There's no trees or roots or vines, but as a bonus action on my turn, rocks can. Cast, like can basically launch themselves at the creature as a ranged spell attack and bludgeoning damage. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, you're gonna do that? Can I do that? Will the plants, magical plants, with, with, withstand the cold for a minute? Yeah. Okay. That'd be right. fine. I cast Wrath of Nature, basically in preparation for its return. Okay. Would you like to do anything in preparation, Nora? Not much a rogue can do. Gemma. Play a job to You give people yeah. bardic inspiration, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Nora, do you pop back in uh, from your invisibility? Yeah, let's say she takes the hood down. I'm going to have um, Gemma cast bardic inspiration on her. Here you go. Thank you. Does anyone need to use by the way? Are you full? I'm not full. I took a bite as a deer, but then I was like, stop. I'm not going to be a deer. No, I don't want to be a deer anyway. <laughs> what are you doing? Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, so, anyone want to prep anything else before this monster reappears? Could you not ready an action for that vine thing? So that when it appears, like you just ready the action to cast it whenever it appears back so that you could restrain it? You could, if you want to do that. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. Already entangled. Then, because we can try that. The other thing, well, how, what's the size category of the creature? Huge. Okay. 
I was going to use thorn whip because I can pull things ten feet close. Why with the whipping? Large. Why with the whipping? What is your thing about it? Getting in mouths, getting whipped. <laughs> Look, I've wanted to use thorn whip for so long. Uh huh. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a theme across every character I play. There's a whip option. I'm going to have to make a whip class, it. aren't I? Oh my god. Fighter archetype, whipper. <laughs> we watched that. We shouldn't have watched that uh, Lady Gaga video. Yes, that's what it was about. That's yep. what caused it. Mm-hmm. No, but Thorn Whip only works on large or smaller. Ah. So. Bummer. I mean, I could do damage, but. Damage, but no ent- entanglement. So everyone's uh, already up? Mm hmm. All right. You ready? Ready to do this? Okay. Levi boops, and uh, you see a humanoid figure drop out of the sky where the creature was. Whoa. Whoa. What? <laughs> okay. It is a grizzled dwarf, and he's naked. Oof. Oh, his clothes didn't go into his body and come back, <laughs> did they? Uh, and... <laughs> He lands in the snow and is immediately entangled by vines, thanks to Devalin. That's pretty good. Yeah. You hear him say, Where am I? Oh no, it's like a werewolf situation and we almost killed a dude! <laughs> um, <laughs> He's just some guy! Uh, we're, we're, in, we're, we're, we're in the Viz Iron Spine. We're at the, one of the highest peaks of the mountains. Do you... What is your name? Uh, name? My name? I, I don't know I've ever had one. Oh. Huh. Um, oh, sorry, we were, we were so sorry. <laughs> searching a beast. We've been fighting one, and we banished it. We've been waiting for its return, and here you are. What's the last thing you remember? I was with my family. On a place that had so many buildings. And and I went to sleep, and now I'm in the mountains. Who are you? Uh, um. <laughs> Got some questions. I feel like I don't know what to ask that would help. Yeah. I have a spare set of traveler's clothes. Can I attempt to offer them? Yes, please do. <laughs> He's very cold. Okay. I walk up and I and I I kneel down and I hand over the clothes. They may they may be a little long, but they should keep you warm. Thank you, dear men. <laughs> oh yeah, the antlers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Devalin. Close. My name is I don't know. Do you remember being the creature? What? Do you remember being the creature? I'm no creature. I'm a dwarf. I'll take that as a no. Do you remember where you're from? 
the place with the buildings. You remember what it's called? No. Well, it's useless. Is it a lorry? What? Yeah, just start naming cities. That'll help. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. Do you have a better <laughs> suggestion? Nope. <laughs> That's what I thought. Don't look at me. I'm just going to slap him and make him feel better. Nope. <laughs> uh, just at that moment, you hear a humming noise. It's like a humming buzzing noise. Like a And there's another pop. Uh-oh. And there is a an elf standing there. An elder elf. It's not um, Fallon. It's not not Fallon. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's an older elf, and uh, he pops into existence next to this dwarf and says, well, I think it's time we're going now. And he puts his hand on his shoulder, and you hear the humming and buzzing. Mm. Can I grab onto them? Sure. Roll me a dexterity (laughs) check, please. (laughs) I don't know why Nora wants to do this, but I felt it, and she does. Dexterity saving throw? Dexterity check, not saving throw. Check. To see if you're quick enough to grab them. 14. Just before they go pop, Nora runs forward and grabs onto the dwarf as well. And you see this elf, the dwarf, and Nora vanish. Ah, flip the party. (laughs) Oh no, where am I? And that's all that you see of this creature, or the dwarf, or Nora, or the elf. Epilogue time. What? Nora, you are taken. Uh, you you basically are transported. If you've ever been in a grotty tower before, it's very similar to what that what just happened. Mm-hmm. And you uh, find yourself in a. It's a receiving chamber for one of the Grotty Networks. Mm-hmm. You have never seen this one before. Uh, would you like to do something such as hide or maybe put your hood up? I'm going to put my hood up. That is for damn sure. Um, I'd also like to roll a perception check if that's possible. Okay, yeah. We're not going to go very long, but... Yeah. Mm, that's going to be a 12. Okay. Well, you put your hood up. You're invisible. You see this elf uh, go back with the dwarf, and you hear the elf say, that was another failed experiment. He wasn't able to hold on to the, uh, to that beast shape for long enough. Well, I guess it's back to the drawing board. We'll have to try another one of the, uh, another one of the, what did you call them? And you hear another voice say, another one of the schematics. Yeah. We're gonna have to try another one. Another formula. So I guess the the, the woolly bearing saw isn't going to work. Maybe we'll try a phase one next. Oh, no. A phase? Dip in and out of the shade. Oh, no. And that's what we're, we're going to end the one shot. Ah! Oh, With Nora just like there? Nora's just there. Cool. Hope she gets out safe. <laughs> Who knows? She's she can become whatever whoever she needs. It's to true. Become. She can just turn into somebody who she's seen and leave. It's true. So I was hoping to use way more shit geez. like that during this campaign, and I didn't. 
Yeah. Well, who knows? Maybe we'll run into Nora again in the main campaign. Better. Uh, as far as you can tell, she is an Alari since she was at a Grotty Network. Mm-hmm. So, That's true. will we ever hear from Dvalin and Levi and Gemma again? Who knows? They are on tour, but they have one of the best guides around, apparently, in Dvalin. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you all so much for tuning in to the live show. If you are here on the live show, I don't know what that last quote is. Dwayne Drew says, what's the size? And whips, oh my. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. Whips, right? (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you enjoyed. Thank you for bearing with us as we got two hours into the big game. (laughs) Our big game overlapped with another big game. Uh, I hope that you enjoyed it. I I realize now that I need to do a little bit of polishing on this one shot, but I am very excited to release this all to you as a PDF so that you all can... Try your hand at playing this yourself if you want to. It will have some details on the world of Lanamora so that you can, you know, run some stuff in, in Lanamora too. Uh, I'll have some of the resources that I've given to my players uh, along with that PDF. Not all of it, but a good chunk of it. At least enough to run a little campaign in the South Central region of Tor. <laughs> South Central. <laughs> so I'll be uh, cleaning up this map, making it all pretty putting some more landmarks in it. So I hope that you all enjoyed. I had a great time DMing. I hope my players had a great time playing. Hope Nicole's feeling better. I think she's sleeping. Mm. She don't feel so good. So, you know, that's uh, that's showbiz, right, folks? <laughs> that's uh, what happens when you go live. So the Village Idiot this that week. <laughs> no, no one was. This is a live stream. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, crown, why don't that's you go ahead and crown an uh, honorary idiot? Oh. The one-shot idiot? Yeah, it's going to be uh, Nora for uh, grabbing onto that guy <laughs> right at the end there. He just clinched it right at the end. Oh. Mm-hmm. Nailed it right at the end. Got so it. you've got to do the uh, you have to do the recap for the next one-shot we do. Okay. <laughs> so, Sounds good. Hoping to have more of these one-shots up, you know, and you know, we'll uh, see what we got. What we got. Uh, be sure to check out the Village Idiots podcast on your favorite podcast streaming service. Um, that's the Village Idiots podcast. You can find us on iTunes. We're on Spreaker, other places. Apple Play, I think, is the one for Android. Mm-hmm. Not Apple Play, <laughs> Google Play. Google Play. Google Play. Um, Spotify. Spotify. Yeah, we're on Spotify. We're on that new one, Podcast Central. Sure. Yeah. I don't know what it's called. Pod Whatever. Chaser. The Pod, Pod Chaser. That's right. Sure. Pod chaser, pod racer. Your podcast well, your stuff. Yeah, pod if you <laughs> if you if you look for us, you can generally find us. So um, yeah, be sure to tune in there. Leave a, a rating and a review on iTunes in 2020. Get a free shirt from us. Uh, if you want to contact us directly on Twitter, we are at Village Idiot Pod. Uh, you can find me at Village Idiots DM. I'm at Neurotic Good. I'm at J Roma Twenty. And Nicole is at Nicole the Nerdy. Jordan? I'm too busy guiding people through dangerous traps in dangerous lands. <laughs> the woods. The woods. <laughs> yeah, so we'll also be releasing this, hopefully, if the audio is good enough, as an audio episode. Uh, bonus episode on the main channel, so you can listen to it again in all its glory. Mm-hmm. Have fun editing, Justin.
No, no. No, that's just no. going out. <laughs> so, uh, from all of us at the Village Idiot Podcast, happy Idiot Con 2020. Happy Idiot Con 2020. <laughs> Bye. And if you seriously want to hear more about the whips, tune into the regular podcast. Uh, yes, uh, there's uh, plenty of whip adventures on the main Jordan channel. Jordan has a lot more whip yeah. content on our main podcast. There are at least 12 episodes that feature whips. <laughs> so, yes. And goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks so much for listening to our one shot. By the time you finish this, Nate will have released this game as a PDF so you can play also. Be sure to tune in to season one of the main podcast to find out what's going on with these experiments. But, 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 bye.